1: Yeah, maybe about the notifications. Like, there's different kind of notifications on the phone. You can have a sound. It can be with yeah. more attention-seeking the sound, or yeah. just that you notice it but you don't. How do you see the different notification types? What kind of yeah. pe- people like? How do you how do you do them?
0: Yeah, our most effective notifications have been now our a combination of our smart algorithm and chat GPT. And so in we the message itself, our personality as an app is humor,
1: hmm. being
0: funny, being surprising, being a little bit controversial. And so we tailored a, our API with GPT to be like this, to be like WakeOut, the brand personality. So when people receive their notification, it's always different and it is always funny and it is always interesting and it changes every time because we noticed we started testing with scripted notifications. We had, say, 100 different funny lines and the app would just select one and then give you, try to make it really varied because we know that if the notification is the same every time, it'll be ignored. It'll be ignored and it'll become background noise and so you can't do that especially if you're sending 18 20 22 notifications in a day you have to be different every time you have to be interesting every time from sending trivia like little snippets of interesting Mm. information we will also start with something new which will be we will be sending you your behavior like you've been great before here is that sort of thing we'll start Mm. sending that as well That it needs to be different to mm. stay interesting because it will quickly become background noise very quickly it'll become a triple mm. it's something easily ignored so you have to fight to not be ignored mm. having a, a notification sound is good a lot most people have their phones on silent and so either you're going to be a uh, slow vibration on the pocket or on the wrist because the notifications come in mm. on the apple watch as well But the notification sound is not something we change because we need that to be predictable. We need that to be, people hear something and they know, oh, it's my wake-out. And so one thing that we really love that our customers do is they'll hear that sound. Their phone is far away, but they'll do, they already memorize a lot of movements themselves. And so they hear it and they'll start doing like torso twists right where they are, just because they associate the sound with physical movement. And so that becomes a very fun dynamic for us because the completion of the app's behavior is done outside the app. And so they can do it without the app. And we reward that as well, because we record, we see movement in the Apple watch. And so we'll see like, we notice that you moved. That's fantastic. And so that notification also becomes effective when it is associated with some sort of rewarding behavior. The first times you'll send a few notifications, it'll catch their attention for sure. They'll be like, Hey, what's this? This new app I installed is trying to catch my attention. But if you, if you tap on that notification, you just tap on that notification and nothing interesting happens. You start eroding your credibility, Mm -hmm. you start destroying the desire to see what's behind that notification. So it has to be interesting. It has to open something interesting. You cannot just send notifications to get people to open the app, to increase your engagement numbers. That is a false positive reinforcement. That's not going to last that notification. When you tap it, something interesting has to happen always, every time. So in our case, We'll say, here's a fun movement for you. They tap it and boom, the movement is already happening or they get to the chain, they get to the select. That is essential. That is mm-hmm. essential. Some recommendations, some interesting things to do. And so that whole thing, dynamic and varied notification that is always interesting. And that when you tap it, some interesting things happen every time. That is like the art of the notification. That's, uh, that's pretty, it's pretty simple, but it takes a lot of work to get right, of course. This podcast is sponsored by Fibian, a research device that has been shown to be
1: valid in tracking sitting, standing, physical activity, and energy expenditure. Furthermore, Fibian has been shown to be valid categorizing physical activity into light, moderate, and vigorous intensity. In addition to scientific accuracy, Fibian provides automatically produced and easy to understand reports for research participants. Get scientific validation and learn more about Fibian at phibian.com slash research. Fibian from researchers to researchers. Yeah. No very good insights and I think researchers can learn quite a bit about this. You have been checking your data for years and what works for them. I'm thinking like some researchers could be interested doing research in relation to the data that you get from the app. Do you see would that kind of thing be possible you mean you can you rephrase that like you you can see how the people are using the app right that for yes. example, this didn't work the we were suggesting three minute exercise and it didn't work. We were pushing too much notification. It seems that this doesn't work on nine a m or something. Do you get the data out in a way that some researchers could actually do like publications from the data that you have in the back end of, the, of your app?
0: It is definitely possible to do publications from just aggregate anonymized yeah, data. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would say it's certainly possible in the sense that, for example, you could isolate. For example, we could, it's possible to say, flag a user a customer that say, for example, does five or more exercises in a day Mm. and then collect and then have this group, this cohort Mm. of people. Yeah. And then to them test out something different. For Mm. example, let's give them a 15 second exercise and let's see what happens. Mm. And then at the end, let's send, let's ask them, how do you feel and have a little slider or something like that, and then then you can extract that data and say, Mm we noticed that giving people 15 second exercises really changed Mm -hmm. how they feel over time and then have some sort of baseline. Of course, you would have to ask how you feel before starting the, and maybe have a cohort as a control group or something like that. You would definitely have to do that to be as robust as possible. But I would say it's completely possible. It's completely Mm -hmm. possible, especially if you have a large enough user base for sure. Mm -hmm. And the second thing, as I would say, is these customers would have to be habitual because if ju- they're the sh- tourist users or people that are just, they're testing the app, their behavior is wild. They will tap all over the place. They will use a lot of things and then cancel. They'll open maybe an exercise and then midway just close the app completely. They won't configure their notifications, they will not do one thing or the other. Mm, their behavior yeah. is wild. And so they're not, I wouldn't say they're particularly, the only reliable group is the group that uses it all the time. This is my opinion, of course. Yeah. The researchers have many methodologies to choose their sample, but yeah. that's my opinion. But yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I think that could be very interesting because you have a lot of data points. If you have 30,000 active users and you think, for example, that there's 365 days, you, you start to get a really nice set of dates that can reveal something about the behavior. You could see different trends that, for example, people are are doing the more in the morning and afternoon, but then in the evening they get maybe tired or we don't know what's there, but I think it could be very interesting. If some researchers are interested and would like to have a chat or send you email message, what's the best way for them to
0: approach you? Fantastic. Oli, look, I'd be super happy to collaborate with researchers to find out how to change and how to improve people's lives and how to curb their sedentary behaviors. And so they can find me at yep. Pedro at wakeout.co. And I'd be happy to entertain the possibility of running experiments and running surveys. We We run surveys all the time and we can get data fairly quickly. For example, we've run We'll do, for example, we'll send out a a survey through push notification and we can get 500, 600 responses in a matter of of minutes because people see it in the app. They'll just tap and we can do this. We can do this very, very quickly. We run surveys on our VIPs. These customers that they do a ton of exercise. They do a ton of movement. We ask them more specific questions, more longer form questions, and they'll happily answer. We we've done face-to-face Zoom calls with many customers. That's just to illustrate how much they participate in these things and how important being less sedentary is to them. So I'm sure our users would also like to participate in these sort of things. Our most important users would be happy to participate. Further, the research into this challenging, difficult, insane problem that we have that is the sedentary apocalypse. And so we need great research to really fight back. So yeah, of course, please send them my way. Happy yeah, to
1: collaborate. Yeah, yeah. So any, anyone interested, please be in contact with Pedro. So we start to come up to our recording time. Is there anything else you would like to add into this discussion?
0: Yeah, I would just to, to say to our wonderful researchers and your audience that I would like to thank them for everything they're doing, their, how they're consistently trying to find ways to curve this horrible behavior that is taking over people's lives, which is the sedentary lifestyle. I would like to also send a word of perseverance to keep doing what you're doing because it is a very hard problem to solve. The sedentary lifestyle becomes, it melts away people's bodies and also their will to move. The more sedentary somebody is, the more sedentary they will become over time. It's just a horrible vicious cycle but it can be changed we've seen positive results in what we do so keep doing what you're doing as well and together we will achieve we are the first line of defense and so we will achieve victory if we do this together but it's going to be very hard so keep doing what you're doing super important what you do thank you yeah
1: those are the brilliant words to finish this episode thank you pedro this was wonderful i love your energy i love your colored background and I need to check your <laughs> app. I didn't check it yet. So, Thanks for joining us this week on Physical Activity Researcher podcast. If you like the show, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing or following the show on Twitter. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you found value in this show, we would really appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever app you're using. Or if you would, in a real old school way, simply tell a friend about the show. It would be a great help for us. We have a fantastic lineup of guests for forthcoming episodes, so be sure to tune in. Thank you all for your support and have a great day.